Welcome to the Leadership Spark Podcast, where we equip you to be the great leader your people deserve. I'm Hampton, joined by Corey. The last three days, we have been talking about momentum. Uh, day one was what is momentum and why is it important if you're a leader? And then day two and three, we were talking about the four factors that fuel momentum. And there may be some of you who have been listening to this that say, hey, Hampton, Corey, this is really helpful. I need momentum badly. There's others that that are checking the box. They're like, Hey, I'm, I'm good. My team is crushing it. We're hitting our numbers. We're killing it. And so I think today could be helpful for you because we'll be talking about three things that leaders do to slow down momentum. And I'll hit on number one. They don't anticipate it. They don't anticipate potential problems, possibilities, people issues. Think about it. I've heard of organizations, maybe a little bit smaller ones where there's one person that's wearing 50 different hats and they decide to leave the company or something happens. And then all of a sudden you know, you're attached to that person and they had too many responsibilities and that will obviously uh, derail momentum, um, uh, other problems that you're not thinking about. And so if you want to slow down momentum, then, then you're not anticipating anything. In fact, you're, you're being uh, reactive instead of proactive. I'll, I'll give you an example. We've talked about uh, football on the first day. So think about the first half of of a football game before a team really has a lot of time to like settle down and talk and adjust. Maybe a team is just crushing it in the first half. So your team has a ton of momentum. If you go into the locker room and you say, Hey, just keep doing what you're doing. Maybe you come back and you crush it. But if you're a great coach, you say, Hey, the scoreboard is zero to zero. Actually. In fact, maybe we're losing by a little bit. We're going to adjust because the other team they're going to have a time. They're going to have time to make adjustments. And if you don't make adjustments as well, if you're not anticipating what they're going to do, you're going to run into problems and momentum is going to slow down. Corey, what is two and three? Yeah. So number one, don't, if you want to kill momentum, don't anticipate it. Number two is that if leaders want to kill momentum or slow it down, you complicate it. Now here, here's the challenging thing. And, and I've seen this personally, I've experienced it personally, is that growth when you, grow, when you grow your team, when you grow your company, growth always brings complexity. But complexity is one thing that will slow down momentum. So when you think about how do you, how do you build momentum, you want to keep things simple. You, you don't want the, the slower momentum to ultimately kill the growth that, that you're experiencing. But if you want to kill it, you complicate it. And you create all these complex systems and all these complex processes and all these complexities with how business and work gets done that it completely slows down your ability to deliver the service or the value to your customer that you deliver, that your customers pay you to deliver. And so you can just Google and you could find stories of companies that have become so complex that ultimately it killed their growth and ultimately could kill the company or, or could affect you as a leader. So number two, if you want to kill momentum, just complicate it. So you don't anticipate it. That'll kill it. You complicate it. That'll kill it. And the third is that you just don't understand it. You don't understand whether you have it or whether you don't have it, you don't understand how to build it, how to sustain it. You don't understand what it, it is that created it so that whenever you lose it, you can recreate it. And we've had a podcast on here a few, few weeks ago that talked about, hey, you need to understand why things work. Because when you understand why things work, when they break, you can fix them. And if you don't understand why something works, when it breaks, you can't fix it. And the same thing is true with momentum is that if you don't understand the factors that you put in place, the frameworks you put in place, the practices you put in place, the systems you put in place that allows you to build momentum, when you lose it, you're not able to build it back. And the reality is that momentum does not last forever. You're going to go through seasons where 
you have high momentum, you're going to go through seasons where it feels a lot slower. And when it feels slower and you feel like you're losing momentum, do you even understand how to build it back? And so leaders kill momentum because they don't understand it. They, they just ride the wave instead of creating the wave and then riding it. And so don't be a leader that just rides the wave, create the wave, understand what you need to do to create it. Then you ride the wave of momentum. So three things to, to recap. And then the go and do would be evaluate. Are you doing any of these things that could ultimately be affecting momentum? Number one, you don't anticipate it. Hampton talked about you don't anticipate future problems, future possibilities, people, issues that could derail your momentum. Number two, you complicate it. It becomes so complex that it's impossible for you to move fast, to be nimble, to be able to pivot and build momentum. Number three, you don't understand it. And so anticipate it, don't complicate it, and understand it, you'll be doing just fine. So go and do is just think about that, evaluate that in the context of your team.